Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And welcome to episode 82 of the Talking Yaki podcast. 822. 822. No, 82. I just had to make a new one because Martin's an idiot and couldn't figure out his stuff. So I had to restart. As uh, usual, Martin's being an idiot and ruins everything to, for everyone. We have to record this at 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. One, because I had to change the day because I'm going to Montreal tomorrow. And two... So you're taking a vacation and may just change the day. That's what It's not really a vacation. I'm unemployed. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. That was- <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> It's even worse because you, you're, you're complaining about doing something late at night and you don't have to wake up for work tomorrow. <laughs> That's the worst. I have an hey, 8 a.m. meeting tomorrow, tomorrow morning. I have an 8 a.m. meeting tomorrow morning. Luke just doesn't have to get up. <laughs> Correct. I, I have to wake up early tomorrow, but it's for golf. So <laughs> I hate oh. you too. <laughs> All right. Martin's usual Monday to Friday morning golfs because he doesn't have a job either. Yeah. I don't know what he Martin has to get does it to in. Get he, he, he has to get hit the, the the rounds in because, you know, it's soon going to be snowing. Ending. No more golf season. Yeah, yeah, then his entire personality will be gone after that. Yeah. What personality? Yeah. Did he have one before? Uh, I mean, I, that's a good point. But I was I was pointing towards golf being, you know, the, yeah. the only personality. My personality really becomes had. fantasy hockey. Yeah. <laughs> As the snow comes, it turns from golf to Eric, fantasy hockey. Eric, move to the move the mic. Yeah, away yeah, from Eric, your you're, eating, you're eating your microphone right now. Yeah. It's not a chocolate bar. Yeah, come on, Eric. Oh, so, it's almost time for rating the chocolate bars again. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, actually we do need back. a new ranking. I'll I'll be I'll post some chocolate rankings. Don't worry. Yeah, I got a couple so, I got some um Got some chocolate for my birthday, so I. Uh, oh, yo, that those, those. Oh yeah, happy M&M birthday, Eric! Are... Thank yeah, you. Hey guys, birthday. in honor of Eric's birthday, which was October eleventh, and that's wrong. Tenth and Ty is correct. Sorry, it's already been two days. Uh, in <laughs> honor of Eric's birthday, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> T- tell us one, well, like, give us one bar about how much Eric sucks, or f- one bar, one star, or five stars, um, how much you love Eric. But please don't let it go to Eric's head. I was um, in. It'll, yeah, it will. I was. Yeah, I was in know. Vancouver. I woke up <laughs> and I was care. the first one to wish Eric a happy birthday because I don't think oh, anyone okay. else knew, but I did. Um, I think I that knew. is true. That is true. true. In the group, you were the first one. I was. I knew. Yeah. I just didn't care. I was mad at Eric, so I didn't wish him a happy. Birthday. I heard there <laughs> yeah, was supposed because... to be a big birthday party, Martin. What happened? I wanted to, but everyone's like busy for Thanksgiving and doing family stuff on different days. Everyone does their family stuff on different days. Some people do on Mondays, some people do on Sundays, some people do on Saturdays. I'm just like, pick a day. Like, oh, I just everyone just pick it, a day. So. Yeah, and Martin just doesn't go and see his parents at all. Like, he's just a complete savage about it. I remember when he was uh, dating his like ex girlfriend, he'd just never go home for Thanksgiving, and he'd like 
sometimes I'll come for Christmas. He'd just like stay. Hey, <laughs> just and his parents don't have any other Jeremy kids. His parents have him. His parents have him. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just wouldn't go and see them like a fucking asshole. But anyways, back to hockey. Martin, don't I'm defend yourself. I haven't been here for... Yeah, Ty's finally back after a month. Um, yeah, I'm back. And today we're talking about... We're going to rank the different divisions, correct? And then what else has happened? Um, game one, no. game one and two are on of the season tonight. So yeah. Tampa Bay is going to go oh in eighty two because they apparently suck now, and uh, Pittsburgh yeah, is watching. going to go eighty two and zero without Crosby or Malkin apparently, or Gensel or I just, anyone else good in their lineup. I think Latang's out too. Is he? Maybe no, Latang's there. He's the only guy. Latang's, Latang's normally. Uh, oh, your boy Marino's there and Aston Reese are there. So I mean, what I mean, that's all you need. You need Czar. You need Marino. You're good to go. You Shut know? him down. You're not going to let a goal in if you have those two on the ice. Yep. So. Um, um, I wanted to show you something here. Uh, I have a new microphone. It's a High School Musical karaoke microphone. Nice that I found in my basement. Yeah. Because, well, you, you still use it all the time. I'm surprised you didn't think about it. Yeah, this I, I know. <laughs> um, Luke, I have a quick you karaoke question for with you, yourself all the time. It's yeah, true, I do. Um, um, uh, it was showing you as muted on Zencaster. I don't know if that was an issue. Yeah, I'm back. No, I'm, I'm muting and unmuting myself because I'm typing a bit because I'm the producer. Uh, I'm looking up uh, things. Uh, uh, okay. I, everyone should give, give, I know we just said rate the show for Eric's birthday. Everyone should give him a one star because he sucks. <laughs> That impacts uh, the rest I, of us. I though. get a one star. All of us get a one star. <laughs> yeah, I don't Correct. like this rating system, Luke. <laughs> it's not good for the show, but whatever. <laughs> Bring down Eric, the authoritarian. Um, I, I am a bit of an authoritarian. This is true. So that's why you should come work for me, Luke. This Tampa Bay <laughs> Pittsburgh game's getting wild. Like. Tampa Bay's had no goalie for like the last five minutes, I feel like. And Pittsburgh just keeps scoring empty net goals. <laughs> What's the score right now? Uh, Pittsburgh just scored again, so it's 6-2. <laughs> Vajileski is not going back in the net. Because why the fuck would he? Like, uh, just fuck it. You know? Awesome. Well, okay, so let's start with... Uh, what were we going to start with? Divisions? Yeah, ranking the teams and the divisions and where we think they're going to place. Yeah, well, I guess since every every team's fully, you know, no, not many more like major moves are coming, so I feel like we can do that. Do you guys want to do that? Or do you want to talk about like the recent stuff that happened? You know, like McKinnon with COVID, Kravstov getting uh, trying no, to I get think, himself. I think we can up. rapid fire that at the end. Let's let's get into the divisions I first. Agree. Okay, those are rapid right. fire. Which division do we want to start with? Does anyone want to pull them up? Obviously, the mm-hmm. hot topic, Pacific. Hot are we still calling them like Toyota and shit? No, or was that just a that one-time died. thing? Okay, that thank died. God. One-time thing. One-time. Let's COVID. go with the Pacific. The, I think the the one with the least amount of. I feel like every, Every, like everyone's bad. So like. Yeah, I feel like everyone's in with like Seattle, Vegas, Edmonton, and Calgary, basically making the playoffs. I think it seems like feels like there's pretty big consensus over that and then a few I think people Calgary, have... i think uh la can beat uh calgary out yeah i, I was gonna so say too. a few people have vancouver la making a bit of a run and getting into that wild card spot essentially so i just wanted to say over the weekend um i was watching vancouver versus edmonton i know it's preseason mcdavid wasn't playing but i wanted to say that both teams are absolutely awful <laughs> Keith CC, I got a Keith CC. I got a live view of them playing together. I got to watch Tyler Myers, Tucker Pullman, Quinn Hughes had a terrible turnover that led to a breakaway. Uh, who else was there? That that was just awful. Rathbone, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Shen was playing. Good oh, times, God. man. <laughs> what? A, that's like an elite defense core right there. You know, that Ekman is Larson. worth. That's a thirty million dollar decor right there. What a game I saw. But yeah, both teams are absolutely the Pacific Division. It used to be when, what was it, like five years ago, when whenever your team went there to, to like your Eastern Conference team, they played San Jose, LA, Anaheim. You'd have been lucky to win like one of those games. And now they're just three easy wins and Vancouver's an I'm easy I'm going to go with that was longer than five years ago, early, early 2010. Yeah, uh, man, time flies. I mean, even uh, up until like 2015. Basically, 
It's crazy how quickly, yeah, how, how it's changed though. Like now they're the easy wins. You look forward to mm-hmm. playing LA now and your California road trip. That should be honestly like in the bag. you look forward to playing anyone in the Pacific outside of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> almost. It's almost like a blessing. Maybe you don't want to face McDavid. But other you than don't that, really like teams don't like playing McDavid. Like it's yeah. general well, consensus that McDavid's not fun. But you, you shouldn't want to play against yeah, yeah, McDavid. That's, that's a smart. I mean, I mean, if you're really good, you should want to play against him because you want to prove that you're better than him. Mm, sure. Well, sure. But okay, but, but McDavid's one player. McDavid's one player, and you can yeah, just yeah. take advantage of Barry Nurse, shutting him Keith, down. CC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. he's just one guy on Man, the ice. That, I think Edmonton's going to be one of the most fun. I think arguably the most fun team to watch because they could be both <laughs> one of the top five highest scoring teams and one of the highest top five highest scored against teams in the NHL. Like My they're going to throw out Keith, CC, and Keith for twenty minutes a night. Yes, that's twenty minutes of just pure fucking offense <laughs> like for the other team yeah <laughs> and then whatever minutes that uh mcdavid constantly plays with nurse and uh barry tyson barry so it's just going to be constant uh, offense for 20 minutes with mcdavid on the ice constant offense the other way for keith and Cece on the ice and then meh the other half basically or the other third of the game so i think that'll be really i think edmonton will be a team you got to watch on a regular basis this year i I also saw Edmonton's projected lineups and all the talk of Hyman playing with McDavid. I think Hyman's playing on the second line, not with McDavid. Yeah, they have him. I, I mean, it makes more sense to put RNH with McDavid than it does to put Hyman with McDavid. Because McDavid, yeah. uh, Hyman with Dreisaitl and Yamamoto makes more sense because RNH can at least shoot the puck better than Hyman can. And McDavid's already a great playmaker. Why would you put a, a guy who's special? Like, you don't need a puck, a guy to win puck battles. You have Pugliarvi on that line, who's actually quite good at that. And that's what Hyman's specialty is. So why wouldn't you so, split that up? Mm-hmm. Dreisaitl's the shooter, Yamamoto, well, shooter and passer almost. But Yamamoto's more of a playmaker, and Hyman wins those puck battles and plays a more defensive role than what Dreisaitl does, right? I, yeah. I do w- want to say... Uh, this is completely off topic. Well, it's still on the Pacific, but this is a really cool game, a historic game for our, our generation. The the two, uh, fan, uh, not fancy, uh, two expansion teams, expansion teams facing each other in the first game. It's pretty, pretty cool. Wow! Yeah. Thanks, Boomer Martin. Amazing. Glad That's a non-boomer thing to say. Boomers would know all the expansions. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, yeah, probably the last time that ever happens in our lifetime. There's probably going to be no new teams. No oh, for expansion sure. Expansion teams. There might be new teams like move. I still I like my strategy happening. of the NHL just going into a bunch of different markets and saying fuck it. But yeah, that is like a huge. Again, a huge league. Yeah, like going? add another ten teams. Why the That's fuck not? Ridiculous. If you're gonna if you're gonna be so local, why not just go local? You know. So, okay, hey, we're getting off topic. The ten, hey, next hey, ten yeah, biggest cities. Hey, producer Luke is here. Hey, producer Luke is here to tell you. Producer Luke, get back. this is the brand of the podcast. You can't kill the brand. And maybe that's why we've seen very little growth, Martin. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> that's true. Back I don't pay Mom. attention to that. So <laughs> Martin's just here. I do. So, so I think that that Vegas back to back to your standings. Vegas number one, easy easy pick. Number two yep. through seven. Who knows? But it should be some order of Seattle, Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, LA, and then Anaheim and San Jose are probably your two teams that are definitely not in the mix. Yeah, San Jose, Anaheim and San Jose is brutal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely it's, they're, not, they're not good anywhere. And I think Anaheim might finally make it the year to sell off. So if they get rid of Raquel... Lindholm, Fowler, who Even Gibson know, whoever, could be whoever gone. the guys are, Gibson. Yeah, could be I, gone. I, I've seen stuff about Gibson leaving. Josh um, Manson. Yeah. So um, there's a bunch of guys that they could sell off, and I think they need to. So, but they also got Zegers coming in. Should be interesting. But yeah, Anaheim at the bottom. I think Calgary's going to be an interesting team because you know uh, who's their coach Suter. Uh, 
uh, not Suter, Sutter, sorry. Um, Sutter, can he, like, rebound with Calgary? I don't know. Like, Cal- I feel like Calgary can go two ways. They can have a really good team or just be completely ass and, like, go, uh, like, Kachuk only signs a one-year deal after, like, two-year deal or something like that and goes to free agency. Like, you know, they sell off Monahan because he only has a year left or two years left on his deal. Sell off Johnny Ujo's Hockey on his sure, year yeah. left. Yeah, like, there's could be, like, a bunch of guys that could just sell off. Sure. Well, there's a 50% chance of them being good or bad, Eric. It's just, it's just <laughs> the math. 50%. Thank you, Luke. But I think, at best scenario, they're, like, second or third in the, the division. And worst case scenario, they're like sixth. Basically. I think if you were if you were it. watching if you're watching Calgary last year when when Daryl Sutter took over, he was coaching them like they were the 2012 LA Kings when they're definitely not the 20. He was 2012 LA Kings and he was like they had a he was coaching them like they had Drew Doughty and peak Drew Doughty and peak Kopitar and Dustin Brown on the team when they obviously don't. Yeah, and he even tried using Backlund similarly to how he used Kopitar and it just didn't really work. Uh, Backlund isn't what he used to be basically. And you, yeah, but anyways, can't focus too much on one team because got a bunch of divisions to go, but yeah, Calgary, um, uh, they can go in middling, team, but yeah, it's yeah. hard to, I think uh, the Pacific and the Metro, yeah, the Metro. are the hardest to rank. I, I, I feel pretty comfortable with the central and um, for different reasons, Atlantic. Yeah, for different reasons. Everyone in the Pacific's crap. Everyone in the Metro's good. <laughs> so, so Pacific. Also, we're thinking. I could Vegas. see Cal- Calgary being like the bottom, like below Anaheim. To be honest. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. I feel like they I have know. enough. I don't like. There. I don't like Calgary. I feel like they have enough there to beat. Like Anaheim has nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Anaheim has yeah. nothing. Like nothing really going for them. Yes. So uh, Calgary has some stuff going for them. Yeah. You know, so they still have a bunch of really good much. boards. They have some young players that could do better. Kachuk, Mangiapane. Mangiapane is a. Yeah. And Dubar, big X factors. Yeah. Yeah. Dubé, no, um, Valmaki stepping back in, seeing how he does. Rasmus Anderson maybe taking another little step forward. Like there's, they have some. Uh, is Noah, Hannaf- Noah Hannafin's there too? Can he. Do a little bit better. I think there's like a couple. Like there's a little bit there. Anaheim is just like nothing. Anaheim's back end is better than Calgary's back. Like if you look at Calgary's back end, they got they got Anderson, uh, Killington, and he's not playing. Killington's not even playing. (laughs) So he's yeah. They they got Anderson. I don't think he's anything at this point. I mean the the I mean they will be playing Zadorov, so that's gonna be yeah. fun. <laughs> Unfortunately. Zadorov Zadorov trying to take on McDavid on a regular basis. So. That's gonna be great, great to watch. <laughs> Your next division. So anyway, sorry, look what we were saying was Vegas could be yeah, anything so I'm in saying between Vegas, Seattle, uh Calgary, Edmonton, Los Angeles are like the five contenders. And then I'm saying think- my mine would be Vegas. Edmonton, Seattle, LA. I think that that'd order. be mine too. That order. I, I, I still order. have a hard time seeing LA doing it, but I. Oh I, man, they I still can't. Jonathan Quick. Anything's possible. <laughs> not, you know, they Quick's have not even Peterson playing. <laughs> yeah, Quick's dead. Uh, but the the new guy, Cal Peterson. I like him. So, uh, We'll see. We'll see. I right. I can think. I think LA can surprise. You know, didn't they got a bunch? They did get a bunch of good additions. No Arvidsson. Uh, I think that's it. Actually, a bunch of young guys stepping in, possibly. But they have young guys that could step in. I mean, Byfield has that injury, which is unfortunate kinda, for his development. It's kind of um, shitty. They, it's kind of. Um, Fuck that! Seattle had such a bad expansion draft, yet they're still gonna probably go <laughs> to the playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, they were almost no matter how badly they screwed up that expansion draft, they were always gonna, you know, even if they made more wrong picks than the ones we already discussed on that other episode, like they were still gonna make the playoffs because of the division. Like in the Atlantic, I'd be putting them in fourth or fifth or sixth, depending on not sixth. Fourth or fifth. 
because I think they're better than Montreal. Let's so FYI, the game has now started. Congratulations. Okay. Anyways, uh, what do we do next? Uh, Central, Central Division? And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we'll get back into the show. Central? Okay. I mean, I think it's obvious. Guys, I think we should take this into account right now. Arizona, according to TSN, is currently at the top of that division only because it's ranked <laughs> alphabetically, but they should own this while they, they still have it. Yeah, they are first in the division. I, I wish their like, social media team would make it. It's not even alphabetically that. correct. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yes, it depends is. Depends. Yeah. Depends Wait, on what you do. Where? What? What do you? Who what do you, think do you mean? Is depends on what you do. Well, if you and ranked it alphabetically, food. alphabetically with the like, coyotes. Yeah, coyotes, avalanche. Ah, oh, I see. I see. But I no see. one does that in any league. Yeah. No one does that. Yes, you are correct. Okay. So, <laughs> what you just said is completely useless. Good to know. Good to know. Yes. Everyone, leave a review about how dumb Martin is, please. One stars. <laughs> you can do that. Most educated um, on the pod. Dumbest. So, Avalanche number one. I think Minnesota for number two. What do you guys think on that? Easy. I could. I was. I think I've even said before. I've gone on record and said that I could see Minnesota being first in the division. Um, if you didn't, yeah, I mean, I called... Sorry. I said if it wasn't on record before, it's on record now. Yeah, it's it's on now. But if if Colorado. Because, uh, okay, they're counting a lot on Darcy Kemper being a number one goalie and staying healthy for the majority of the year because... It's mostly staying backup. healthy. Yeah, it's mostly staying healthy. And him being, you know, it being as consistent as he was the past two years um, in regards to his performance. They lost Grubauer, who was, you know, Vesna finalist. Whether, whether you agree with it or not, he was a Vesna finalist and he performed really, really well. But they lost... Donskoy as well, right? That's another um, forward piece gone. Kadri didn't have a very good year last year, I don't think. Uh, he's taken a step back. I mean, you still have McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantanen. Yeah, Kadri definitely had a rough year last season. And you have you have a, a good D, but I mean, you really only go as far as your goalie. And if he's if Kemper's injured, like how he was the majority of last year, I see. I see. Francouz is a better team. Francouz is a, a formidable formidable backup so they can give uh Quemper rest uh but, but yes, he was Quemper also injured though. he he's also he's injured. injured and he was injured majority of last year too yes but Quemper needs to be there <laughs> is all I wanted to say with that <laughs> Frank Kuz cannot be the starter no I know and their I other know. guy Jonas Johansson um cannot be the starter either mostly because I don't even no. know who he is He's on Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. I remember a guy on Buffalo last year, one of the Buffalo writers. He before they he they I think they traded him for like a seventh round pick last year to Colorado, <laughs> because because uh, it was when Grubauer had COVID and they and Francouz was also injured, and so they just got this guy. And one of the Buffalo reporters said he was the worst goalie he'd ever seen in his time reporting <laughs> oh, on NHL. That's awful. Vegas just scored. Thanks, Martin. Vegas just um, scored. Thanks, Martin. Great. Weak, weak, weak goal. Martin, weak by the time goal. this is live, all this information will be completely relevant. So just keep it to yourself. Oh, I know. But like, I didn't, I'm just telling you guys. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Martin. And what I was going to say, say was uh, look at their defense, though. Man, okay. that defense can go past, can get you past a shitty goalie, I think. Makar, your top oh, pair yeah. is Makar and uh, Devin Taves. Your second pair is Sam Gerrard and Tired, that probably Eric Johnson. And then your third pair is Ryan Murray and Bowen Byram. That's an insane top. That's the best defense in the NHL, bar none. No, nobody's even close. Yes. And 
And they obviously probably have the best line in hockey. Yes, they kept they debatable, kept the best debatable. line. Debatable versus Boston. Yeah, we'll see. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, but or yes. the point Kucherov um, Palat line that's also up there. But yeah, regardless, I th- I, th- I might. I might say the Blackhawks could contend for second. Depending uh, on what Flurry does. Yeah. If uh, if Flurry can stay what he uh, did last year. The division really bad, so I can I I can agree. I don't think second. I think Minnesota's They're playoffs. They are playoffs. Like, they are playoffs. Especially if Tapes can play as well. Potential. Uh, to, the the thing with Col- Chicago is like, there's it's a weird team. Like if Tate, what are the odds Taves is still as good as he was before? You know, he took a year off. But, but he was really good that prior year, though. I, I think it was, or it was maybe in the year before. But he yeah, was that was one really of his better years in the previous again. couple years yeah. for sure. But a year off is a lot, and and their defense Kirby is Doc still is a big X factor. Kirby Doc is a big X factor, and he also missed a year. And he missed a year in his, you know, tw- his twenty-year-old season, nineteen-year-old season. I forget. Uh, I think nineteen-year-old season. That's a big year he's for 20, development. Yeah, he's twenty right now. Yeah, so he missed his nineteen-year-old season, so his D plus two, which is a big year development-wise. So mm-hmm. that's um that can hurt them. And then Seth Jones, you know, he'll be his usual crap. And <laughs> I'm kidding, not crap, just meh. And then, Man. but they don't have like Flurry's gonna have to save a lot, is what I'm gonna say with their defense. I I do want to just uh, update people because I feel like people think Eric thinks Seth Jones is a completely awful defenseman. I joke Eric about it. I don't thinks, actually think. Yeah, that. Seth Jones is just an overrated defenseman. Yeah, that's all. That's all we think on this podcast. <laughs> yes, but um, I... yeah. Sorry, Ty. Continue. I was going to say that like I could see them being like third or fourth in the division. I think it's the clear top two is going to be uh, Colorado and Minnesota. Cause I think that people Fair. also don't realize that Minnesota was really good last season. Right. Yes. And I know they sure they bought out Parise, and good defense. Yeah. They bought out Parise. Yes. They bought out Suter as dumb as those decisions were, but they're, I think that makes them better wow. this year. This year is the year that should is make the them year. better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Marco Rossi coming in, if he can play and be, even though he took a year off, and it's really unfortunate because, you know, if you if you listen to the po- the podcast back in before the 2020 draft, you knew I was a big Marco Rossi guy. Like, I didn't play a single game last year. You, but you love Marco Rossi. He, he is making the team this year, and he is great. This is a Marco Rossi Stan podcast. Right here. Yes. Yeah. Huge Marco Rossi. Mar- Marty guy. loves him. Martin's loved him for a while. Like two years before he was drafted since he was Big Ottawa 67s. Yeah. 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 Ottawa 67. Martin liked him for like two years before he was drafted. We were, we were talking about him. I said yeah. Marco Rossi should go second overall. Yep. I mean, and I think he should. It's on record. He, <laughs> I think I'm, it is on yeah, record. I'm still mad at Ottawa didn't draft him. But regardless, um, who do draft look- Sanderson? Oof. Yes. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't forget when. Don't forget when Buffalo also took another Ottawa sixty-seven before Marco Rossi in Jack. Oh that's, yeah. That's besides the point. Um, that's still like one of the most bizarre draft decisions <laughs> I've. Like Jake Sanderson's one thing because you know maybe you're just going position. It's the usual you know picking position yeah. over. But if you're, but even like. He's also a better player and same or better position because Marco Rossi can play center. And you've obviously scouted the team because they're on the same team. Yeah, you can't say you didn't see him. (laughs) (laughs) Because you would have seen him being better than Jack Ah! Quinn on his. This is hurts. This is besides. Oh, oh, that was sick. Oh, my God, Martin. Martin, relax, buddy. Martin. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. Seattle looks awful. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the thing with Seattle. Seattle has a good team on paper, but do they gel? Do they, you know, have chemistry? That's what's going to be the determinant of their success. And I don't I think, think you're going to find that out game one. Yeah, they you're not going to find. They, you know, that, they have, you they can't have even five guys that out, ten right? games in. Yeah. Yeah, they have a bunch of guys back. though. Like no, they, they don't even back. have Gord yet. They don't have. They, um, 
of the cam of them all got cleared to play? Alexia, all the guys with COVID were cleared to play. Uh, Gord is out right, but but they were, yeah. Alexiak's in, McCann's in, and whoever the other one is in is in. I just read the tweets. To get back on topic, though, uh, the two, the the Blackhawks are in tight with the Stars and Blues. Uh, The Blues did some decent stuff, like Butch Neverts is pretty good addition. The Stars, uh, like if Robertson and Hints can do stuff, which I'm banking on hard because I have <laughs> Robertson in my fantasy. Mark took Robertson a little too high. <laughs> a little yeah, too yeah. high. When we had a podcast like two weeks yeah, before talking will. about drafting Robertson too high. <laughs> yeah, you got freaked out, man. There was no one else there. There's yeah, no it, one else it happens. There. I get it. I made some panic <laughs> picks too. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. You Dallas is like a 20, 21 yeah. players. It's fucking <laughs> 22 uh, players. But Dallas, Dallas, Dallas could easily be the fourth or third. D- Dallas in. could be third or even second in the division. Yes. And the reason I Depending say that on is how Sagan comes back. Exactly. Too. Sagan. And no, but they're not just getting Sagan. They're getting Sagan and Radulov back. Yes. Both of those yeah. guys were gone last season. Basically the yeah. entire season. Radulov played like 10 games or 11 games. And he was point per game. He was over point per game those 10, 11 games. I'm not saying he's going to be point per game this season. I doubt it. But 60 points is possible, even though he's 35 mm-hmm. now. So say And Sagan, if he can be a 60-point player again, like he has been for mo- most of his career, you know, that's Tyler Sagan, Pavelski, Radulov, Rupe Hintz, and Jason Robertson, who could all put up 60-plus points. And then you look at, like, yeah. Gurianov, who, you know, Gurianov's still... 24 years old. I still think there's a little bit of improvement there. And so. Klingberg could put up 50. Yeah, Kl- Klingberg's never going to... I feel like he's never going to fit in on... um, What's his name? Uh, Rick Bonus's system. I think that's the issue about Hart. But regardless, Klingberg's still a really good player. So it's like... And, and so they is Heiskanen, the, obviously. And, yeah, and Suter actually fits in with their system well. Can we agree that the Central Division like has the best defensive teams in the fucking league? <laughs> like, Jesus, like no, but uh, I think Avalanche, I think Avalanche Stars yeah. Wild. Holy shit, those defense. But it used to be even better. Insane. Remember, like yes. Nashville had Nashville, Ellis. Nashville had one of the fucking unreal ones too. Um, yeah. St. Louis had Petrangelo. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the amount of defensive talent in the Central was kind of insane. Mm-hmm. They've all, a little bit of it's gone, and we're forgetting the Jets. I don't, Jets could still compete. Jets had Bufflin. I don't know if you call him great defensive well, talent, but <laughs> great offensive talent with the guy. I was saying so, right now they could make the so playoffs. This basically, year. the only bottom teams are the Coyotes and Predators, <laughs> and then all the other teams. I mean, even the Predator Predators, Soros. Oh. If Soros has a Vesna worthy season, and <sighs> I know they're bad. It's possible he does. They are bad. I'm but not. I'm not arguing the, they're not. The offense, but the central is they need that to, strong. They need to score goals. Like he could get a shutout every night. And... Yeah, they might not even score like <laughs> two might goals score a game. A goal. Yeah. <laughs> like Yozy's going to be their top point producer. Without. Uh, yeah, Yozy or Forsberg are going to be their top point producer, most likely. Basically. Yes. Uh, and their defense got a lot. Oh my god, their defense is gross. Oh, yeah. that's so bad. It fell off a cliff. That's so bad without Alice there, man. It looks terrible. Like they have Fabro who hasn't really done anything. Bur- I love Burrowicky. I have such a soft spot in my heart for Burrowicky, but he's not a good player. <laughs> ben- Borowiecki, ben- can we please Harper. get that right? What? Big Ben. Borowiecki, not Borowicki. Come on. Whatever his name is. I have so much love for him in my heart. But Good guy. <laughs> good, good seems guy. like a freaking great guy. Um, he, he, great story exactly... about Borowiecki when he, when he was in Ottawa. Literally was driving down the 417, which is a um, main highway in Ottawa. And it was a blizzard. Saw a guy like snowed in on the side of this road. And literally stopped and dug him out. Yeah, I even watched a couple podcasts he's on. I've even watched a couple podcasts he's on, and he seems like just a great dude. I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, anyways, uh, Nashville's kind of trash. So the top four, as I see it, um, Colorado, Minnesota, Dallas, and Chicago is the top four for me kind of right now. I say... But St. Louis and Winnipeg are, you know, yeah. right there. It's wild, not like there's card, a yeah. major difference. It's like a hot goalie makes a difference in this division between... Or well, the Jets team. have the possible hottest goalie. Yeah. And, you know, Shifley, Eller, like, they have so much attacking, like, you know. Connor. So many great goals. Like, easily, Blake Wheeler, Kyle Connor, Shifley, Ellers, and Dubois could put up all 60 points each as well. Right? Yep. And Statsney, you know, I see him as, like, a 50, 45, 50-point 50 guy, probably, depending on the line he's on and minutes he plays. Also, Cole Perfetti. Little bit of a wild card. I like him. I'm not going to draft him in fantasy or anything. He but, can't skate. Jet. Uh, don't talk about Cole Perfetti like that ever again. He, he Hi, skate, you can't sorry. skate. <laughs> I, I know, which means that I can realize I can skate, but better than at least two of the people here. Uh, but I, I, it means that I can evaluate talent in Cole Perfetti. Wait, who, who, are you, who do you think you can skate better than Ty? Definitely me. That question. I want you to vocalize. Me or Martin? Who do you think is better? I don't think. According to to Martin's caricature, he definitely can't skate. (laughs) I can't. I can't. I can't hold a hockey stick properly. Yeah. According (laughs) to the caricatures, Eric would be the best skater. (laughs) That's true. This is true. Ty, Ty, do you think you're better than Martin or better than me? Uh, Martin. Also, I'm the least physically challenged out of all of those. (laughs) And probably. I played hockey against Luke several times. I'm probably better than him. I think I'm okay. faster than you, Ty. I think if we raced no. in a straight line, I'd beat you. No way. I think so. I'm not an extremely good skater, so you'd you'd be better than me, Ty. Eric, you played Eric, hockey let's, for Eric, numerous years. Eric, you just I'm you just I'm down to race. Uh, let's race. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. I know I can okay. beat you running because we've done you it can before. Beat you running, yes. <laughs> so I feel like I can beat you skating. <laughs> Eric, I have a bro. I will. I have a broken ankle. I will go skating with you tomorrow, if <laughs> if it came to it. <laughs> okay, it's on. We we have to film this for talking hockey. <laughs> yeah, live stream the race. Yeah, Good. we need some different content ideas. Yeah, need to need to spicing up the spicy up spicing up. Need the to provide Nick some some talking hockey TikToks. Okay. Yeah. All right, anyways, my, back to the division. My central division would be uh, the Avalanche, uh, Wild, uh, Stars, and then Blackhawks. Yeah. I, I, it's so hard to rule out St. Louis, too. You know? Definitely. It is. I will say Minnesota. I mean, there is a... Minnesota. Go Keep going. Colorado. Uh, I would say third place is going to be Chicago and then the fourth place are the Jets. But then I could see the St. Louis, I could see Dallas, you know, competing for the wild card. I don't think Dallas is as good as you guys think they are. I know two years Um, removed from a Stanley Cup, but I don't think that they're anything. I mean, they weren't really, you know, yeah, 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 that's what I was going to say. They weren't exactly. Okay, it's gone. Oh, that's probably me. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mute myself. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say though. Uh, yeah, Dal- Dallas wasn't exactly the most worthy or dominant team when they made that cup run in the first place. I'm just thinking, like, if you look at the players that broke out last year, it was all their young guys. Hence, Jason Robertson, Gergianov had like a 48 point pace season, and they didn't have Radulov and Sagan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Years. So, like, if if those guys continue that production. And both those guys, uh, Hintz and Robertson, were both almost point-per-game players. Right? I think Hintz was a point-per-game player. I think Robertson was almost a point-per-game player. Robertson was for quite some time. and then Yeah, fell off a little bit towards off. the end. But So the, that's what I'm saying overall. Though. Like Dallas can have more upside than I think people will give them credit for just solely based off of that. Hmm, that's my only point. Anyways, uh, so that's the central. I think the only thing we all really agree on is Minnesota, Colorado, top two, and Arizona not making it, <laughs> it seems like. If the Arizona yeah. Coyotes make the playoffs, Ty is going <laughs> to run around his neighborhood naked three times. I don't know. I don't know when I agree to that. 
But no. <laughs> I think Eric's gonna have to I, do I something. Eric's really Eric's good at making other people. I will. Do bad I will. Um, you guys can dump ice water on me or something. That I not, literally don't. I, I literally don't give a shit about Arizona. That I would not make that bet. <laughs> if it was something about Toronto, easy. Phil Kessel's on the trade block. We should let let's predict where he ends up. No. Real quick. No. Rapid fire. No. Go. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. 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 Kessel. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> that was LA too. Kings. I literally yeah. looked at that and went, I feel like a nice LA Kings vibe with Castle right there. Yeah, me too. He'd look really good in black and white too, I think. Yeah. I want him to go back to Boston because I think it would be funny. Dude, I don't, uh, I want I don't Boston think to Boston doesn't players. need wingers. That's why I didn't look at them. Immediately, I was like LA could use like a goal scoring winger. My um, my buddy my buddy Nate because Kessel has a pretty big cap hit but not a big uh, actual payment like he's only like a million dollars that you actually have to pay him in real money but he has like an eight million dollar cap hit. My buddy Nate was like, "Hey, if Ottawa is like anywhere close to being in, nah, they might go for it. Nah. Just because Ottawa's too cheap. That's a cheap. That's a, a million dollars though. Like, and they have True. the cap space." True. I think New York has eight million dollars in cap space. The Rangers, sorry, New York doesn't help. Uh, uh, Rangers is. Also I don't see the Rangers being anywhere close to being a playoff team. So they could be. I think we'll be a little bit. I think. Okay, be a let's go bit Met- Metro right now. I did want because we're on the topic of Arizona. I think this is really interesting. The dress code thing that everyone got a big deal about. What do we think about that? Uh, relax. So for context, they relax the dress code. They can wear whatever they want. I my take is, who cares? Me too. I my do kind of really like nobody. the. I I do what like the say, dress code. He, Ty agreed. No, he doesn't care. Oh yeah. Um, I kind of like it, but I, at the same time, I don't give a fuck. I, like it's I up don't, to you what you wear okay. for the game. Yeah, to me, I don't hate it i think all the reasoning behind it is bullshit oh if you're where and you act like a professional you're more likely to win i'm like okay show me the proof every team 100 loses there's a team that loses yes. every night the yeah. what they wear to the game does not mean anything i think you can make suits look really nice and like a lot of the leafs guys wear their fedoras and have really nice spiffy suits and stuff and like that that's the only team that i ever see doing like kind of something something unique but i mean i love the bath like nba's clothes and, and stuff like i the everyone that attributes it to discipline and winning i'm like pro no what are you talking about like most Those of these kids when they're 12 it's like yeah they're they're like rich families or they're or their families that are probably forced to go to like value village or like their local salvation army to to be able to buy and afford anything like that looks like a suit i think I people over, also overestimate how much hockey players show their personality by the way they dress like yeah. it's like one percent of the population that actually gives that actually gives a shit <laughs> yeah like these guys like, don't have, show much personality i've never anyways. looked at their outfits pre-game and been like ooh, <laughs> or like but, cared like, about it and i get i'm I not like the, i'm not the audience but the nba but that the nba does that yeah, like but they, NHL players are sure. basically never going to do that. So, but NBA yeah. players wear their own stuff. It's so it's like a yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying to create their own revenue, right? Like, if Matthews an NBA player, like some NBA players, NBA, yeah, NBA players, some NBA players still have wear suits. Like it, it'd be nice to see players showing up in suits, not showing up in suits. Like, whatever. Yeah, NBA players are also has to part of the, the culture. NBA players are part of. Like you know, culture itself. Like, there's no yeah, NHL players culture. that are part of culture. You can maybe make also, the ar- argument that Matthews is trying to get himself in there by tying himself to Drew and Justin Bieber and everything, but honestly, like n- the NHL isn't a part of culture. Big, big, big update on the NBA. Brooklyn Nets said uh, Kyrie's not allowed to do anything. Martin, do with the we're not talking about this. Get vaccinated. That's all I'm saying. Martin, we're moving on. Just, just get I just wanted to talk about the the dress code thing because I think it's interesting. Like some players might love wearing their suits and they'll still wear suits. Like who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I was an NHL player, I would just, money, so. I'd just wear suits because it'd just be an excuse to get nice suits, and I like yeah. suits. So <laughs> it's like, oh, I need it for TV. I can spend two thousand bucks on this, no problem. Okay, anyways, uh, Metro. So my predictions for the Metro is simple. 
Uh, I'm going Pittsburgh. I uh, sorry, Islanders, Pittsburgh, Carolina, and Flyers. That's my prediction. Take it or leave it. Say, say it again. All right. So, Pittsburgh. Uh, this isn't yeah. in any specific order. Pittsburgh, Islanders, Carolina, and uh, Philly. Although Philly, I'm they're at the bottom of that list, moving in and out depending on my mood with like the Capitals and Who, the Rangers. Do you think they're gonna? Any of the Metro teams are gonna claim a wild card spot? Uh, I think the Metro. I think they will. No. Really. No? Who? What do you mean? Why don't you think so? Because the Atlantic's so deep. Oh, I guess you listed four, so one of them would have to be a wild card spot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, my bad. I think I, I think the Metro's almost guaranteed a wild card spot. Like there, each of those teams I listed are better than like Montreal, right? That's fair. So the one, maybe they could even, yeah, I don't see them. Uh, eh, I don't know. The, the Atlantic is deep. The to- At the top of division, it's deep. So that's why I think a Metro team has, the thing is the Metro teams might beat each other up, you know, like they might yes. lose a lot of points just from playing each other. So that's the only thing, like they'd yes. have to, they'll have to go out and dominate like, other divisions in order to like Atlantic teams get to play. Atlantic teams get to play uh, the Red Wings and the Sabres. <laughs> and the Senators. Yeah, yeah. And well, the Senators, Senators Martin. <laughs> I mean... But there's no there's no easy win other than maybe Columbus in the Metro. It, but Columbus isn't an easy win. Yeah, Columbus it, is, that's what I'm saying. Is they're pain to good, play against their not, torch yeah, team. They're not, a good, they're not an easy win. They're a torch team. Like, Buffalo, Buffalo is a easy fucking win and so is detroit at this point no. ottawa is ottawa is not going to contend but they're uh not per se an easy win they'll be anyways annoying. ty and luke thoughts um my thoughts are this how many years have we have we as the talking hockey media group been writing off the new york islanders yeah, now we have them first. I, I have I, them first. <laughs> I, can, I, first. <laughs> I agree with Eric. I have them first. They're first. Easy. They're first. Uh, but watch this be the year where they're actually finally shit. Like everyone's <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no. There, there's like 0% chance. Yeah, I I think, I, that, I think they're the by far the most likely team because they're the only team that's consistent. Yeah. I think that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh looks good. Pittsburgh always plays well. Even like even tonight against Tampa was pretty impressive. And I know it's the first game of the season, but they had a whole bunch of no names now that you know Crosby and Malkin are out for who knows how long. Basically, they're only. I'm telling you, man. Letang Sullivan and, is the best coach in the NHL. He doesn't need. Everyone gives him credit for Malkin and Cro- doesn't give him credit for Malkin and Crosby, but like he can win without them. I think that the Capitals take a step back this year, especially with Ovechkin injured to begin the year. I think a team that can surprise is the Devils after getting Dougie Hamilton, assuming Jack Hughes can be better. And uh, the big X factor for them is if Mackenzie Blackwood plays games um, and if he can play games like he did, I guess, two years ago for them. Um, They could be a surprise team. Rangers could take the next step, especially if Sabanajed can be consistent this year score 40 goals again like how he did two years ago he almost scored 50 goals i think um before covid stuff he would have been on pace for 50 goals it's it's tough to to pick the middle like how it is for most divisions i think that this one's kind of tough to be uh, just as tough to pick the middle teams but i think it'd be something like the islanders penguins rangers flyers i could see i i think that Philadelphia is another team I think that is going to be much improved this year, especially if, if Carter Hart plays well. Well, I mean, the well, only reason the Flyers didn't make the playoffs last year is because Carter Hart had one of the worst the, seasons. The Flyers, yeah. Goalie. And also, the Flyers also won the division. The year the, before. The COVID-shortened season. Yeah, so. but they weren't really great. Like in the playoffs, they were, they were like not good. That that bubble the, playoffs. The weird, they were so not the, good. the year the Flyers won the division was the year that COVID started, right? And it yes. stopped at like seventy games. 
And the reason they won is because they went on an insane hot streak. It was like 15, yeah. 17 games, whatever the hell it was, where they just kept winning. Before that, they yeah. were actually like almost out of a playoff yeah. spot. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right? They were on the edge. So like I, I don't give them too much credit for that two years ago because any team can go on a like we've seen it with Montreal, we've seen it with Ottawa, with the you know the Hamburglar, like it happens, like, you know. But like, Ra- adding Ryan Ellis is pretty huge. But I think it's negative. It's it's measured out. They got Ellis and then they got yeah. the line, oh, and it's like nothing. I don't- <laughs> and Martin Joe just. I honestly. I honestly don't see the Flyers in, but like I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't no, I, I think there's just wrong. a bunch of what ifs with the Metro. Like, what if Carolina suffers a lot from Hamilton leaving? What if the Rangers, you know, all the younger guys that they have in their lineup step up big time? What if Flyers get Hart back to his old ways and Konechny rebounds, Giroux and Couturier and rebound, Kamak, Kamak's a huge X factor. Like yep. huge X factor. That's why I draft him on my fantasy team. Breakout <laughs> kid. Um, I, yeah. <clears throat> the Devils are very interesting. Um, again, I drafted two of them in my fantasy. Yeah. Um, Martin, Martin bet his entire fantasy team on <laughs> the Devils, basically. No, no. Yeah, basically. If if Jack well, Hughes hits, which this. As a first overall pick, this should be his year to hit. Um, and I listened to him on the 31, uh, 32 Thoughts podcast, and that kid sounds like a cocky motherfucker. Does 32 Thoughts sound as good as 31 Thoughts? I don't like it. No. no but it, it has to be. It doesn't sound as good as 30 Thoughts either. I know it has to. No, yeah, I think 31 just... Thoughts is perfect. 30 Thoughts is there. Yeah, yeah. 30, 30, 31 is sounds really nice. 31 yeah. sounds really, really nice. So I have something to say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm betting on, I've already drafted him. I'm betting on Sharon, Sharon Govich, Igor Sharon Govich to break out beside Quinn Hughes, or not Quinn Hughes, on Jack Hughes. I, um, so we'll see. I grabbed so, him. So none of you guys had the Capitals? Like, I find it very hard to no. write off the Capitals that hard. I just, I, man, man age happens bro. sometimes at some point. The only team I'm writing off in the Metro is literally Columbus, I think. That's the only team I'd write off saying they're not making it. Yeah, but, like, they didn't have the Capitals in the playoffs. Because Netsoff's repeatedly my... taken steps back. Yes. Backstrom's out for the first month, I believe. Ovechkin just got hurt. Or, yes. Ovechkin. Ovechkin's, Ovechkin's apparently hurt. day-to-day, though. Yeah, day to day, John Carlson. Samsonov's like, a huge X factor, like huge X factor. Yes, like he, and that's why I draft him out. in fantasy too. I draft a lot of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be an interesting year. I'm stressed. Um, I, I, I love how I'm predicting Capitals don't make the playoffs, and I also drafted Samsonov as my, star, my second yeah. boy. That's this is good. This is good. I see. I see it being the Islanders. Uh, Penguins and Carolina. Um, as much as Carolina regressed, I don't think Brendan Moore will allow them to re- regress that much because Slavin Slavin still had a um almost Norris candidate year last year. Um, so he's still sick. You're counting um, a lot on the Freddie Hamilton Anderson loss there, is but... still huge. Fre- Frederick Anderson is a big X factor. Um, who's their backup? Ranton? Anti Ranta. Yeah, Ranta's yeah, good though. But if Ranta's he's healthy. also injured, he's if been he's injured the past three years. Yeah. And then uh, it will be Capitals, Devils battling out, um, and Rangers, Flyers as well. It's a battle. It's a battle in that division. I think we are right that they will beat the crap out of each other in the games they play. Well, you also <laughs> got to remember they only play they only play the other teams like four times a year. I think, right? It's not yeah, like but, last year where they're just every single. But game four times game. times seven teams is half your season. Yes, that's true. Like good math. Each each Atlantic <laughs> Division team gets eight games against Buffalo and fucking Detroit. No, they don't. Oh, they do. Sorry, you're right. Which is like huge. Eric, I'm going to keep muting you. Buffalo and Detroit are 
like Buffalo, Buffalo is historically bad, in my opinion. And Jeff Merrick agreed with me. I want to point that out. I no, he just said Merrick something, and you agreed with him. With him. I think no, 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 no. that that is Eric, a have statement I been saying that this for all a while? everyone does. I'm just Everyone's kidding. I, I know you've been saying it for a while. <laughs> I think they're historically bad, and yeah, um, to play them four times is a blessing. <laughs> like, <clears throat> so that's a good segue to the Atlantic Division. I don't. Th- I think Atlantic Division is okay. really short because you know. Yes. It, I think we all have the same top four: Tampa, Florida, yes. Toronto, Boston. Uh, I think you want my yeah. hot take. Is it Anthony Stewart's hot take? No, no, meet yourself first, Eric. There we go. So I don't hear myself three times echoing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Leafs first. Oof. Florida second. Tampa third. Boston wild card. Did this opinion change in the last two hours when Tampa lost their first game of the season? <laughs> no, I have a few, uh, but really, like everyone, everyone is counting on to do a three-peat. Forget just how much Blake Coleman, Yanni Gord, and Barkley Goodrow played for them last year. Yes. Oh, I don't and think Tampa's going to do a three-peat. You call them, you call them their third line when they actually played the most minutes out of any forward group on Tampa last year for the playoff run and the season. I think I I just don't see Toronto being better than Florida. I think Florida's like Florida's first for me. Florida is Flor- Florida Man, does so to be fair, Florida has a lot of regression candidates. Yeah, coming exactly. into this year. Uh Reinhardt had a career high shooting percentage. Bennett had a career high shooting percentage. Um Vetrano, I think, even had a career high shooting percentage. Barkov, I think, was close to his career high shooting percentage. Like there's a bit of regression coming from the top guys, they did get, you know, they're getting Ekblad back for the rest of the season. That's huge for a full season, hopefully. Hopefully, quote unquote. That's huge, you know. We'll see if Knight improves, but there is a little bit of regression coming to Florida. So that's my only, like, cautionary tale with regards to them. I absolutely agree with Eric on this one. I think that Florida, from their year they had last year, has become really, really overrated. They should make the playoffs, no doubt, but I don't see them running away with the division like how you know a lot of people. The, might. the thing is, and I'm really high on him, is Anton Lundell. He's um, kids, kids, really good, really freaking good, really, really good. Arguably, like after watching him, could be one of the top three best players in that draft easily. And I think Florida got him at like ten or eight or something like that. Um, so I think he can have an impact almost right away. Owen Tippett, we'll see what happens with him. It's about time. He's 22 now. Sorry? He got him at 12. 12. So even, yeah, even better. And he's, I think he's going to be a top three player out of that draft. Um, so yeah, anyways, that's my kind of take on it. I, all I want in the playoffs next year is Tampa and Florida again. I don't care how we get there. I don't care if the NHL rigs it to happen. I just want that again. <laughs> it Give wasn't me more as exciting that. as everyone thought it was going to be, though. Like, I think Shut Tampa just... Was, the teams hated each other. I loved it. Sure, but I mean, Tampa just dummied them. Yeah, what I mean, we need was... is Tampa versus Florida and Leafs versus Boston. First round, baby. No. That's hey, FYI, guys. <laughs> not watching. Uh, Joe Thornton made his pick, and he picked Florida. Over Toronto. So that so. clearly means Florida is not going to win. <laughs> Thank God. Starting as notorious for picking teams that did not, did not win. Watching all or nothing hey, made me lose. He's going so to eventually be right. Dude. I have massive respect years. for George Thornton, but his choices have not exactly been the greatest over the last 10 years of his career. <laughs> and also, he sucks now. Like, he was a huge net negative on the ice towards the end of the year for the Leafs. So thank you, Joe, for not choosing a Leafs again. <laughs> thank you, Dubas, for telling Thornton to walk, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's... Uh, do you, now we can rapid fire the different yeah. things. I, I, I didn't say talk- I didn't say my my division. I oh, think sorry. it's Florida, Tam- Tampa, Toronto, Boston. I would agree. So yeah. we all agree Montreal's not going to make the playoffs. So, so that means they will out. win the, the division. That's I, think I don't know. just guaranteed it. Montreal just got a brand new number one center in Adam Brooks. So 
<laughs> I think I think it's possible. <laughs> good point. That is a good point. They did. They did. And, and they, they just signed Suzuki to a number one. Yeah. Massive. Uh, uh, you know, com- compared to what his value is now, overpaid. Compared to what his future value is, probably fairly paid. It should be. A, it's a whatever deal. I don't think it's a steal by any means. I don't think it's an overpayment. Yeah. But I would there's say a lot of happy. people saying steal, and I'm just like. Have you watched Nick Suzuki? <laughs> like Jason He's Spezza so had more. Created. Jason Spezza had more even strength points last year than Nick Suzuki did. So that the, I think that says something. Like he's a good oh, all around player. There's, nothing, really there's nothing wrong with him. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah I think uh, he's really good, and he's better than Spezza. Obviously, I'm just making poking fun. Um, but I think he will be worth the contract when at his peak. So that's fine. So that's a fine pack contract by me. He's overpaid right now, though. Yeah. But regardless. Um, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to talk it's about the crowd stop situation okay. quickly. McKinnon and COVID. Uh, no, fuck COVID. Oh. I'm so tired of COVID. I'm not talking about COVID anymore. I refuse. Okay, um, good. Well, you brought uh, it up at the beginning of the show, so. Uh, I saw you. Anyways, moving past it. Uh, Kravstov basically asked for a trade from the Rangers. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about it. I know I put a couple stories on it, but like the Rangers... So can we talk about the Rangers rebuild? So the Rangers rebuild is essentially they tore it down. They went and traded a bunch of their guys. They really lucked into two top two picks, right? Lafreniere yep. and uh Kako. They didn't they didn't bottom out to get those picks. They got they had like a five, seven, ten percent chance, whatever, at getting those, and they just hit on those chances, essentially. Yep. Right? So they never actually really bottomed out. And then, like, it's it's a really... We- and, like, good for them. They didn't have to to get, like, you know, the top-end guys, like Lafreniere and stuff. But, like, their rebuild actually... Like, I was giving them a ton of credit earlier on, but a lot of it, again, came from luck. But now you're looking at, like, the way the team has kind of come together, and it doesn't look as great as what the kind of potential was there for a bit. So they blew yeah. their 2017 pick. Leah Sanderson blew it. Yes, yeah, completely. The organization. They, they blew the McDonough trade. The McDonough trade. There's nothing left basically from the McDonough trade except uh, potentially Lundqvist. They're very um, high on him. Yeah, they they are high on him. They should be high on him, but he's the only thing left from the McDonough JT Miller and McDonough trade, I should say. Um, so they blew that. Jacob Truba got a gigantic contract and he's not he hasn't been worth it at all. Chris Kreider got a huge seven year deal and he's 30 right now. Um Panarin, amazing, amazing player. Uh Zibanejad just got an eight point five million dollar deal and he's twenty-eight now. So the rebuild went from like a rebuild to almost like half their guys aging out already. Basically. But you also forget that they also have Adam Fox and you know, yeah, of course. I, I was gonna so. yeah, obviously. But they also Lucked into Adam Fox. They didn't draft, yes. develop Adam Fox. He came in NHL ready, almost a caliber. Only wanted winner. to play for. He only wanted to. He play for only them. wanted to play for the Rangers. Lucky them. Respect, like, respect to him. Yeah, and you know, good, good sure. for him. He's doing exactly what he wanted to do. Great, but overall, like, really, they're other than luck, sheer luck. They actually haven't done anything. They mangled good. a Truba trade. Like Pionk would be better than Truba. Yeah, Pionk's better than Truba. They, they're dead cap. They have like four million and three million over the next two years in dead cap space. Um, like I just like the team. Like this is uh, they have to basically hope Kako and Lafreniere turn into stars in the next two years to be competitive because the team's and built honestly, to be competitive Kako, now. Kako's not looking good. Yeah, Kako's where, looking like he'll be a fine Kako. player, but he doesn't look like a star. Yeah. 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 So, and then, you know, the bottom of the lineup, Dryden Hunt, Kevin Rooney, Julian Gauthier, Ryan Reeves, Barclay Goudreau, like very uninspired bottom. And they gave Goudreau like a huge fucking contract. Yeah. 3.6 million for seven years. So overall, you know, they, (laughs) they bunch of bad deals, bunch of older guys on big deals. Um, We'll see what happens with Ryan Stromi. He's one year left on his deal. I wonder if they're going to give him a big deal. They have $8 million in cap space, to be fair to them. But then they also traded Buchnevich away because they were supposedly bringing in room for younger players. 
Splash trying to save cap room for other moves and didn't use either of it. So now they trade Bushnevich away for nothing or practically nothing for a fourth line player and a pick, I think, whatever it is. And top six, arguably top line winger. And they now they're letting Kravtsov, who is supposed to be their top six winger, he's going to leave the uh, organization. So another pick where they've kind of just wasted him away on a long yeah. line of guys that they haven't really developed at all. So that's that's the Rangers, basically. That's what I wanted to talk about. Or just ran. Whatever. All right, you got that out of you? Yeah, I got it, it out of me. All right. Now, cool. now you can Thanks, shut everyone. me off. <laughs> yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning into this week's episode of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Leave a review. Honestly, whatever. I don't care if it's five stars, four stars. Please not less than three stars, though. That's all I ask. But if you don't like Eric, I will support one star. <laughs> um, that's just rude. Reviews. Anyways, that's it for this week. We will see you when the NHL is officially in full swing. Well, I guess now, but um, next week. Hopefully, there will be more news after after five games of NHL play. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.